go ahead and welcome back Austin Spurs, Caleb Johnson. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everyone, on this special edition of Lockdown Spurs, we have a very special guest. He is returning back uh, to make a guest spot here. He is Caleb Johnson of the Austin Spurs, brother of Spurs, Kelvin Johnson. And he'll be talking to us about his uh, recent stint in Venezuela, returning back to Austin, what it means to be playing with the Austin Spurs and in the G League, and a big game in San Antonio as the Austin Spurs will take on the Swarm uh, in just a few short days. So check out our exclusive interview with Caleb Johnson. All right, so let's go ahead and bring in our uh, special guest right here on Locked On Spurs. Uh, he is a veteran now of Locked On Spurs. He is Austin Spurs guard Caleb Johnson coming back to the show. Caleb, how you been? I've been good. I like the sound of that veteran right there. So yeah, I've yeah. been good. <laughs> yeah, been it's been good. a while since uh, you you uh, popped on. I think the last time you were on again, you're talking about you know about the Austin team and you oh. joining and. But yeah, it's been a while, man. So I think, I think the the first time we talked was maybe right before the bubble, right or yeah. after the. So yeah, it's been, it's been maybe two and a half years now. Yeah, it's been a while, but hey, look, I'm glad you're back. Uh, I think all the listeners are back, and we are happy to hear from you. So what are we talking about today, everybody, with Caleb? Well, we're going to be talking about him returning to Austin after a stint in Venezuela. We're going to get his thoughts on playing uh, in a different country, a different team, adjusting to a different culture, and, of course, coming back to Austin, how he's been progressing, and then into the big, big part of it, why you should be going to the game March 18th in San Antonio at the AT&T as Caleb and the Austin Spurs will take on the Swarm. We'll talk about that in a while and much, much more. So, Caleb, I, I, not only is it welcome back to Lockdown Spurs, it feels like it's welcome back to the Austin Spurs. Uh, it? Yeah, it is. You started your pro career after Georgetown with Austin. Yep. And then you de- then you decided to um, uh, go to Venezuela. You signed a deal uh, with the mm-hmm. Venezuelan team. Uh, take us through that process. Uh, why did you opt for that I guess, direction in your pro career? Um, It was just kind of going back and forth with my agent a little bit. Uh, I was telling him kind of what I was looking for, and he was telling me the market that was out there. We uh, really just came together and um, came up with Venezuela, which I think was a great opportunity, and that's why, you know, I decided to make that that, uh, leap overseas. Yeah, and you definitely uh, showed out uh, for that Venezuela team. Put up some... uh... Really, really impressive numbers. We'll get to that in a few seconds. But, you know, is it true what they say? Basketball knows no country, no land or nothing. Did you feel any differences on the court? We'll talk about off the court in a while. But what about on the court, playing with new teammates and different people? Um, You know, definitely the competition was there. I'll I, I start off in, by saying that uh, the competition was uh, definitely there. The basketball was great basketball. But, it was some key differences. I say the biggest difference between, you know, that's my situation in Venezuela and the G League was just playing with uh, a little bit more mature guys, you know, yeah. guys that had, you know, history being over in Europe, uh, G League or, you know, Asia, all these different countries, and they have all of this basketball experience. Um, so that was probably the biggest difference. And right. I feel like it wasn't, and I might have said this before, but it wasn't like a big uh 
it wasn't like an emphasis on like, oh, these guys are going to try to out jump you or, you know, use that athleticism mm -hmm. to beat you. It was more so they were really thinking, of, uh, thinking the game of basketball right. at a high level. You put up uh, pretty good numbers there in Brazil. I'm sorry, in uh, Venezuela, you know, um, I believe you averaged a uh, double figure scoring about 17 points per game, seven rebounds per game, two assists. You yep. got really good minutes on that court, 28. Do you think that you needed to be surrounded perhaps by you know players that perhaps had a higher basketball IQ, if that makes sense to you, to learn from that? Because there is no doubt about your skill on the court, but maybe it was more of a refinement, you know, retooling. You know, you know do you think was, that played a big part into it? Um, It was definitely – I think it was just like a different opportunity, a different challenge. Um, I think, you know, coming from Austin, you have a, a – uh, a role on the team and you try to be a star in your role but uh going over to Venezuela I was expected you know something totally different mm -hmm. so I think that was the biggest thing just it was a different opportunity a different role and you know it, mm -hmm. it took a little bit of learning to you know adjust and figure out where I could get my shots and you know coming into the games defenses mm -hmm. focus on like okay how can we you know, how can you stop uh, Caleb Johnson? And, mm -hmm. you know, that was the adjustment as well. So just going game for game, trying to do different things on the court, whether it be driving, attack, and mm -hmm. posting up a little bit, just, you know, just to get different looks. Uh, and I think that was probably the biggest the biggest difference. You, you know, you're playing in front of a different crowd. You know, is it true what they say? You know, sometimes those foreign crowds, whether it be overseas in Europe or South America, as we've seen, they are passionate about their teams. So passionate, so passionate. Um, and they're passionate about the team, passionate about the players. I felt I felt so much love out there, you know. Um yeah. the team I went to is definitely a family environment. Um I came in late. Um mm -hmm. I came maybe like five games left in the regular season and then we played the playoffs. Uh but they embraced me. The fans mm -hmm. embraced me, uh the team embraced me, my teammates. Um and you know, it was the language barrier because I, I don't know Spanish and I was trying my best to pick up mm -hmm. on it. But everyone, you know, really just kind of took me in and was like, because this is my first time overseas, so I'm kind of wide-eyed a little bit, yeah. not knowing what to expect. And But luckily, we had a, a a group of older guys, like maybe three or four Americans besides mm -hmm. me on the team. So that kind of that kind of helped a lot with the transition to, you know, going overseas and playing. So it was definitely a great experience. You, you, you mentioned you had chats with your agent about making the leap to Venezuela. Uh, did did your brother, uh, Keldon Johnson, you know, did you have any chats with him about making that decision? You know, maybe his thoughts, because people forget you and him started your pro careers. This is the NBA on the G League. You know, how both were in Austin, yeah. you know, to start everything. So, you know, did you lean on him perhaps for some advice? Um, I think in general, I definitely not just him in particular, but mm -hmm. um, any decision I like to make, I try to uh, give my family's input on right. it. So we definitely talked through things like that, uh, the pros and cons. Um, and I think everybody was just super supportive and they wanted mm -hmm. to see. It was it was just like I said earlier, it was just a new opportunity, a new challenge. And it was it was exciting. I was also nervous because like I never played out the country. So it was like it was all these things in one. But I think uh, the most important thing, everybody was supportive. It was like, right. man, you go out there and do your thing. We're talking with Caleb Johnson. He is with the Austin Spurs, making his return right here on Locked On Spurs. And we're talking about his path uh, from Georgetown to Venezuela to, and back to Austin. You, you know, Caleb, I got to ask you, you're, not only did your basketball 
skills and you know the numbers show it we'll get to that in a while uh spike but your spanish must have gotten a lot better in that short time you were there huh (laughs) (laughs) i wish i could say that but you know i was really trying and i really tried my best to kind of immerse myself in the culture but my teammates my teammates made it a point to try to teach me as much spanish as possible and i think if i was there a couple more months i would have picked up a lot more because I was, you know, I was starting to be right. able to order, order food and different things like sure. that. Just kind of the necessities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, uh, I can't say that, you know, especially since I, I've been back, I haven't been using a bunch of Spanish. I can't say I picked up on that much. Right. This episode of Lockdown Sports is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because there's, well, we're always growing and we're always changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't want to, well, we don't want what we want. And why do we react the way we do until we talk through things? BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you benefit from therapy, feel free to share your experience, whether or not you've been in therapy personally, you know, it's good to talk about the broader benefits that, well, therapy can bring to you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suitable for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockdownNBA today. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockdownNBA. Right. Well, um, I'll give you a little trick and just stop me if you've heard this before. Um, if you want to see, if you ever want to say that's just the way it is, just spell the word socks and you're speaking Spanish. S-O-C-K-S. That's the way it is. Okay. I never yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that though. Yeah. Just just spell the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little trick there if you ever need to get get spell by. Socks. Yeah, just spell socks and people think you're uh, fluent in Spanish. I should have talked to you before I went to Venezuela. <laughs> I know, right? You're your brother or or you should have called me and said, Hey, yeah, you know, yeah. give us a crash course. Um, but you know, your path uh, in your pro career definitely, you know, has seen different things. We're talking about your Venezuela experience. We mentioned that you started with the Austin Spurs in the G League. Yeah, your brother even started um, in the NBA with you in Austin. But now yep. you're back. You're mm-hmm. back. Yep. Um, what, when you came back from Venezuela, how much more confidence did you have knowing that you had the, the Venezuela experience, you had previous experience with the Austin team, and then coming back again to Austin, you must have came in just raring to go. Definitely came in with um, confidence just just because, like, you've been through it before. And, you know, once you, you've been somewhere and you, like, you know the situation, like, coming back to Austin almost felt like coming back home in, in a lot of ways. So right. I definitely definitely had that confidence coming back, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and um, you, you look at your your twenty twenty one twenty two stats when you started. You, know, you were at six point one points per game, three rebounds per game in sixteen minutes. Not bad, not bad at all, considering you know you're you're diving in. But now you're seeing yourself spike a bit. You know, um, you're, you're you're at least of this uh, chat right now. So they believe what you're six games in uh, this yeah. season. Yeah, I think about, so. I think yeah, so. about about fifteen minutes per game. 
uh, nearly seven points per game. And you're, you're, you're doing pretty well considering that you just went from literally one end of the country to another practically overnight. Um, <laughs> you look at the Austin team record wise, perhaps, you know, it could be better, yeah. but you got a lot of guys out there that are hungry and, and I think yeah. that's kind of like the main goal of the of the just the G League system is to get you guys primed and ready in case the big call comes, whether it be San Antonio calls you or Denver calls you or Miami calls Caleb, whoever. Um, yeah. Can can you explain to the listener, to myself, just how important the G League is for you and all your other teammates and everybody else who's been through the system? Um, I think the G League is uh, very essential. You know, um, I think the most important thing, and like you said, um, with our team in Austin this year, the, re- the record isn't great, but um, one of the priorities of the G League is just to uh, uh, develop players. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's you know, improving their game. Um, mm-hmm. And important. Oh, they connect. I think that's the most in- important thing. Um, uh-huh. And I and I can say for myself, just being from my time in the bubble to last year to coming back even this year, I can see certain parts of my game that have uh, continued to to improve. So um, that's that's one of the main emphasis of the G League and every guy. And like you said, you got a lot of young guys. A lot of guys here are hungry. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they wait on that on that call up and um, and I think you know as you continue to put that time in, you continue mm-hmm. to develop as a player. You know, uh, that call will come. Yeah, your your brother uh, this season, Keldon. He said to you know after I forget it was either before or after a game. The point is, is that he did say, he goes, hey, he goes, I give a ton of credit to the Austin Spurs. I mean, he made it very loud and clear that he goes, it wasn't for them. He wouldn't be the player that he is now. And hopefully that'll be the same for you. It looks like that is your path. You know, you're getting better and uh, little by little, every game, each and every game. Kid, if we, we look at, um, you know, the system you're talking about, the G League system and the path that you're taking and others taking. You see guys like Dominic Barlow, who's now got the call up to San Antonio, uh, Charles Bassey, you know, get himself an NBA deal. Uh, former teammates of yours within Austin, you know, uh, how much does that push you, you know, to be in that position? And what do you have to say about them getting those call ups? Um, super proud of anybody. Uh, yeah. First of all, just super proud of anybody that's able to say, you know, they're playing basketball, getting paid to play basketball. But yeah. get a call up to the NBA. That's that's amazing. You know, once in a lifetime type of experience. Um, and you know, these guys worked their whole life. Um, for that opportunity. But I'll say, just kind of, I think everybody has their own path. You know, mm-hmm. so seeing seeing those guys uh, do that, I'm definitely happy. But I know my route might be a little different. So I, you know, use it as motivation, um, definitely continue to work hard, but um, I, I realize that, you know, my situation is different from a lot of guys and I just focus on making myself the best player possible each and every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just the thing of life. You, you just try to be the best person you can be, whether it be in a basketball field or in a courthouse as an attorney or the doctor or a journalist, you know, you just got to get better each and every day. Uh, Caleb, we're talking about the uh, the season so far. I mean, the record's not that great, but there's a lot of bright spots, you know, from your your play to you know seeing Barlow get the call up, and you guys are still you know in games. Uh, how would you assess the season right now? And if we put away the negatives about the record, it looks like just individually everybody's making strides in Austin, and at least you guys are still competing for 48 minutes. 
Yeah, I mean, like like you mentioned earlier, I think, um, and I've only been uh, been here, you know, a couple weeks now. But from what I can see, man, you know, the the guys are super hungry to just improve, and you can see it if you're here, like day to day at practices, shoot around, things like that. They 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 want to put in extra work. They want to uh, watch extra film and and different things like that. So. I think that's, you know, one of the, you know, you kind of look to that. So even though mm-hmm. the record might be great, you say, man, these guys, even, you know, we might not, you know, I don't know where are the playoffs, but it's not looking, you know, great right now. Right, they, right, right. They, you know, that, and that says a lot about uh, the team we have and the coaching staff and just the organization in general. Uh, what has the um, uh, head coach uh, for the Austin uh, Spurs have been telling you since you've been back? Uh, you, you know, what type of uh, feedback are you getting from them and just the coaching staff in general? Um, I think coaches just kind of, and, and I, and I would say this just in general, just everybody was kind of happy to, you know, see me come back, you know, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't more so like, you know, we want to see you do this or that. It was like, mm-hmm. man, you, you know, just kind of that smile, that hug, you know, I'm going to play my game and, and, you know, try try my best to do the best I can out on the floor. But it wasn't more so like, all right, Kate, when you get here, you got to do this, 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 that. Right, right, right. Man, like, uh, you know, happy to have you back, you know, welcome back. It was that right. type of Yeah. Yeah, they, they definitely say that the uh, Spurs organization, you know, is a family. And you were just hearing it right now from your from your lips, you know. <laughs> welcome back. I mean, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. You know, not necessarily, okay, you're back now. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to get to work. We, we yeah, get, exactly. That's part of the deal. But, yeah. you know, it wasn't just all about work. And I'm glad everybody was happy for you. I, I, was, I bet you, your brother, the rest of your, the Johnson family were just happy to see you come back from Venezuela, huh? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. It's way past the midway point of the NBA season, but it's still the perfect time to download America's number one sports book. That is FanDuel. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to even threes drained. You can even bet on things like the first two three-pointers made in the first three minutes. You can have a lot of fun using FanDuel. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss out your chance to get yourself the no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to fanduel.com slash locked on, that is fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Yeah, yeah, and I, um, they were they were happy uh, to see me come back, but they were they were happy with you know um, the performance I, yeah. I put out there as well because. At the at the end of the day, it was a great opportunity, a great experience. Um, it was an opportunity for me to kind of be put in a bigger role and show what I can do, and I think I I was able to do that. So I think my the family uh, talking to my brother, my mom, dad, um, they were just super happy that I was able to kind of go down there and like you know prove myself a little bit. So just, and coming back, they were super excited as well because I like to look at it like you always are grateful to you know get that call to go play. So wherever mm-hmm. it might be, you're, you're happy to be able to kind of put that jersey on again. I, I don't take that for granted. Yeah, I, I can imagine. You know, I meant to ask this earlier when we were talking about your Venezuelan stint, but, you know, be, before I forget again, you know, what do you think was your most memorable moment out in Venezuela on the court? You know, was it a dunk? Was it a game? Was was it you know, so maybe a fast it, break? Probably, like, what was it? 
it would probably be um my first game um um in the playoffs against uh Chattamundos. Mm-hmm. Um they were they were like heavily favored and we actually was able to go to their to their home and win the first game of the playoffs. So that right. was like that was a great feeling because I don't think anyone uh, familiar with the basketball over there expected us to go there um, because that team actually ended up winning um, the championship. So they mm-hmm. was like happy favorite, and we 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 came in their house and stole the game. So that was a great nice. feeling. Everybody was super happy. The coaches, the owner, they were all like super excited. <laughs> um, that was that was like that was a great feeling because you can see how brought in the guys are, um, the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, coaches, the owner is is very like tight knit. So to be able to kind of get that game, it felt it felt good. Yeah, I, I bet that must have been really, really you know, kind of a big moment you take away from your time in Venezuela to now in Austin and just moving forward in your pro career. Once again, we're talking with Caleb Johnson, uh, guard for the Austin Spurs, making his return visit right here on Lockdown Spurs. You know, we've been going over his uh, journey. From starting in Austin, from Georgetown to Venezuela and back. So, Caleb, there is a big game ahead on the schedule uh, for the Austin Spurs in San Antonio on March 18th. Uh, you know, big game, a chance for San Antonio uh, people who don't get a chance to go to Cedar Park, see you guys in action. Y'all be taking on the Swarm. Tickets are still available. Why should fans in San Antonio check uh, the Austin team uh, out uh, live and in person? Um, I think everyone knows that the the San Antonio Spurs and the Austin Spurs have a a pretty strong connection, and I think uh, you know it gives it will give fans a chance to see some of the younger guys that you'll possibly be able to see in a year or two mm-hmm. um, with the San Antonio Spurs. That's not that's not a far reach, so it kind of gives you a chance to you know get a little early look at what the what the future roster might look like. Uh, and, and and San Antonio is a city that, from my experience, loves basketball, so. It gives you a chance to see a little bit of uh, different basketball, but also, you know, good basketball as well. Mm-hmm. So I think if anyone has uh, uh, the time, um, they should definitely come out and support. I think it would be worth it. Yeah, as mentioned, tickets are still available. Check out the Austin Spurs, Caleb Johnson in action. I'm pretty sure your brother will be there cheering you on uh, for that, if they're not on the road. But there's going to be a lot of festivities there. There's going to be a lot of activities at the game. Uh, you definitely want to go check that out, I believe. Uh, there will be even fireworks that night. Wow! They, look at they're rolling out the red carpet for you, Caleb. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's that's awesome. And um, <laughs> I I think it's it's going to be a great time. I think it's really going to be a great time. It's going to be an event. Um, we looking to come up there and put on a show. I know a lot of the the guys on the team they're super excited. These one of the games you kind of highlight. One of the games you kind of circle because you get a chance to be in the Spurs, uh, where the Spurs play at the AT&T Center. So I know we're super excited to be going there. We're looking to go put on the show. I think it's going to be a great event. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a fun time. Uh, you know, I, I encourage everybody to head on out to the AT&T Center on March 18th as the Austin Spurs take on the Swarm uh, out uh, in San Antonio. Yeah, everybody, go check it out. No excuse for you not to see Austin Spurs in action and eventually you know i'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of you know if you know there's not a schedule between your brother and barlow and bassy i'm pretty sure you'll probably see those guys out there as well by the way how is it how great is it for you guys when you see ex austin spurs players make the trek to go check you guys out at cedar park you know your brother does it i think uh, Dejounte did it when he was here Derek white did it i mean that must have been great for you guys 
Autobots, roll out. All right, it is giveaway time right here on Lockdown Spurs. They've been following me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. You know that this episode's giveaway is courtesy of San Antonio's water system. Yes, my saws for those in San Antonio. Uh, they graciously donated a set of their 2022-2020, just some really OG, really nice-looking Fiesta medals. Now, for those who are not in San Antonio, these are basically just medals that you wear during Fiesta Week. And with Fiesta Week coming up, it is a perfect time to get these and wear them out and about in San Antonio. Quickly, you have to be in San Antonio to win this contest, and you will have to go pick up the Fiesta medals at my saw's uh, place of business. Whoever wins it, my saws will get a hold of you and they will tell you where to pick them up. And obviously, you got to be in San Antonio. So, here are the contest rules. You want to one, make sure that you're following me on Twitter at Jeff G Spur Zone. That's step one. Step two, you want to tweet at me, be the first one as well, uh, and tag three other your friends and say that I, Jeff Garcia, provides the best Spurs coverage in San Antonio. Hashtag it por vida. Also tag my saws, which is at my S A W S, so at M Y S A W S, and uh, give them a shout out. Anything you want to say, make it water related. They'll love it. And by the way, these Fiesta medals look nice. One is a uh, play on the Game of Thrones called Shame of Thrones with a big dragon uh, sitting on that Game of Thrones throne. And the other one is a play on Stranger Things. It's called Sewer Things with a creature coming out of a toilet. They are really awesome. you got to check them out on my timeline at Jeff G Spurs Zone on Twitter. So one more time, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Uh, tag three of your friends to follow me on Twitter. And then comment that I provide the best Spurs coverage uh, in San Antonio. Hashtag Por Vida. And also tag my San Antonio, my saws, which is at M-Y-S-A-W-S. And just, just give them a shout out and make it real water related. They'll love it. Good luck, and let's get back to our uh, chat with Caleb Johnson. Autobots, roll out. Yeah, and that was that was kind of what I was speaking to towards that connection. A lot of the guys that are on the Spurs currently, they have in some form, you know, a way been through the, the Austin Spurs. So, mm-hmm. so they, they know what it's like to be in the, the G League. They know the grind. So when they come back and support, it means a lot. He is Caleb Johnson with the Austin Spurs. Again, March 18th, check him out at the AT&T Center as Austin takes on the uh, Swarm. Caleb, don't be a stranger. I, I don't like these two two-year gaps <laughs> We when you come on lockdowns. It's funny, everybody, before we hit record on this button, uh, Austin Spurs rep said, oh, yeah, we informed Caleb about, you know, hopping on a lockdown Spurs. Caleb goes, oh, Jeff, hey, yeah, I've been there, done that. Look at, look at <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> popping this collar already here, but Caleb, uh, happy, happy for you to have me back. Happy yeah, back. yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad you're back. Hey, you know, that's all that matters. But uh, we are done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, you know, what do you think about the Austin Spurs this season? Are you be going to the March 18th game versus the Swarm at the AT&T? You can let us know on uh, social media. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone and subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, and the Kins 5 Plus app. So for Caleb 
Johnson, who knows how to speak Spanish by spelling socks out, S-O-C-K-S. I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs> See you.